Mimosas with Michael. Mimosas with Michael. Mimosas with Michael. and welcome to Mimosas with Michael. This is your host, uh, Michael Colomb, and I'm with the special guest, Pierre Bohana. Oh, I'm so so good. And um, so here I am. Everybody knows I'm traveling in London for my birthday, um, and my trip is coming to a close. So one of the last things I'm doing is I'm having, so even though it's Mimosas with Michael, I'm having English tea with this gentleman here. Um, and I'm actually going to let him introduce himself because I find what you do very fascinating because I'm a filmmaker, but... Uh, you've also worked on amazing movies. So, I mean, just give it a, tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Okay, so um, it's always a slightly long story, but essentially I'm a, a prop maker. I'm a, I make props, and we do specialised costumes for, for films. So so what I do is I, I now, I, I, uh, uh, productions will come to me and I'll set up uh, a facility to do that for the film. So that's basically what we do nowadays, be it costume, you know, specialist costume making or um, or special props. Okay, and so tell the audience just a couple of cool movies you worked on, the ones that they would know. Uh, well, okay, well, the obvious one is, is Harry Potter. I was very lucky. We, we did all the Harry Potter films. Yeah, so, that's, so you did all of them? Yeah. All did, eight of them? Yeah, yeah, we did all, all eight, yeah. And, and, and did you do Fantastical Beasts? We did, and Beasts, yeah, that led into Beasts. So. I'm telling you right now, I saw Eddie Redmayne on the street the other day. Oh, did you? In front of Wallow, <laughs> I promise. Because I I've seen him in all of his movies, and he walked by, and I was like, "That's Eddie Redmayne." So what? So whenever you meet see someone like that, what's always the first thing that comes into your head? When you always, do you always think, "My God, people are always smaller." <laughs> Eddie's quite because he's very light, so he's yeah, he was not very big at all. No, 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 no. no. Um, I thought he was well dressed. I mean, I'm mm. I'm a huge fan of him. Yeah. Um, and I don't get starstruck per se, except because I'm such a huge fan of of this particular film franchise. Mm. It was, but I'm telling you, I did. I was filming in New York. I don't know, maybe five or six years ago, and Ethan Hawke walked by me. Mm. So I mean, and I work with celebrities every day, so it's not like I'm gonna freak out like I think most people would. But because I'm such a huge fan of his movies and the Fantastical mm. Beast from Harry Potter, I was like, holy, holy yeah. shit, it's Eddie Redmayne. <laughs> so it was a little slightly, yeah, which is obnoxious, I know. No, no, no. It's we're all it's 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 one of the pleasures, isn't it? I suppose seeing you know seeing people out of context, isn't it? You're so yeah. familiar, you know. All of those sort of—it's such a strange job, that because you're—you're—we're all so familiar, with, so familiar with them, yeah. you know, in the context of what how you see them, rather than the reality of what they are. Yeah. And uh, and so when you when you get to meet famous people, they are—they're uh, always different. They're always you know sometimes more, sometimes less, and and it's yeah. uh, uh, but it's always very interesting. Well, what I find interesting is um, in regards to somebody like. I mean, even with Harry Potter, like, they all seem so familiar to us because we've seen them. But they're not familiar to us as, like, Daniel Radcliffe or Rupert. They're familiar to us as Harry Potter, Hermione, and, and, and Ron, and so forth. So then, and I don't know for you, but when I've worked with them, like, they're, they're that particular like, icon that we know them as. And then you start to get to know them as people. Mm. And I think, like, that sort of iconic part of them fades away, and they just become, like, somebody you know, a coworker slash friend. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you, you, they can't be helped, but especially very famous ones, they can't be helped but, but put on a pedestal. You have your expectation is different to the reality. Yeah. But they're all they're all people. They're yeah, all, just people. They're just, yeah, exactly. They're all fallible and and um, and they have confidences in certain areas and and 
and lack of confidence in others. It's just like yeah, yeah. the usual people, isn't it? It just they're on this sort of funny journey, really. It's amazing. Yeah. But I tell you, it's funny. It, it, I mean, one of the interesting things with Potter was was watching the kids grow up because obviously. Like Daniel, by example, that you know, I remember the first time I'm meeting him was for for a broom fittings. So who we were going to think about making a broom for him, and and you build a rig, and and this ten year old boy, I mean, literally you could like, bouncing him on your knee, but it's yeah. you know this this little kid came in, and he was he was he always he always had a um, he's always got a, an amazing core confidence, Daniel. Even though he's kind of got that, he's very effervescent nowadays. When he was younger, he still you know he was he was a little bit more reticent, but. Um, yeah. Uh, he, but he had a great. Um, he always had a good strength in him. But meeting him then, and just just seeing seeing him, and then watching him on his journey all the way through, and as he as he grows up, you know, he's growing up with it, and all the other, you know, the kids in the main yeah. main it was just fascinating. Um, yeah, no, it's great, and he's such a he's such a cool, let's say, cool guy now. You know? Yeah, no, he seems like a, they all seem really cool, mm. and I. Because I because I, I work in the states and I would love to work on with any of them. I'd love to mm. film here. I've been trying to make contacts here just yeah. so I can come work with you guys. Because and you and you're working on what are you working on now? Are you allowed to say? Yeah, I'd, I've just with we've been uh, uh, I've ended up with two two main crews basically. So we're able okay. to do to to do two films in parallel now. Um, so and we've been very lucky. We've been doing. The recent Star Wars series, and we're doing costume. We call it costume effects. We've been doing um, specialist costumes for everything from Force Awakens all the way through. Okay. And we're just about. We're just starting on uh, on Episode Nine now, and so the last of the of the initial, you know, um, trilogy. Yeah. Um, uh, the final part of you know from post of the last Last Jedi. Um, so we're just just literally just starting to um, start on that. It's very very early days on that, and then um, yeah, I actually know the script supervisor, oh, Don right. Gillian. Yeah, she's oh, our union yeah, president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah in oh, fact, she okay. she connected me with a couple of people from the film school that I had talked to the other day. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So when you say you have to tell her on my podcast. Oh, I will do. Yeah. I will do. I'll no, she's phenomenal. I love I love Don. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, and uh, obviously again, a bit it, it's turning a bit into the part of thing of the family crew thing, but. Anyway, sorry. So yeah, so we're doing that, and then um, uh, and then we're also uh, just starting on Wonder Woman. Also doing some uh, costume. We're, doing, we're making a couple of specialized costumes. Oh, I love the costumes in Wonder Woman. Yeah. Do you, and so I know you can't give anything away, but are you are you happy with the script of this next movie? Of you, of, of Wonder of, Woman. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I actually haven't I haven't read it only because okay. um, uh, they're still working on it and. By weirdly, by the nature of, of, I can't really go into the specifics, but of course, because, yeah. of, because of what we we're doing, I don't actually need to to, to understand read. the script. So it's 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 not always a requirement, you know. It's like actors sometimes they give you just script pages and such for what you need. To, you don't need to. Yeah. And it's it's fine. I'll probably read it later on. Sometimes I it's yeah. I don't always have to read the script. No, that's true. <laughs> See, I'm a script supervisor. I have, to, I have yeah. to not only have to read the script, I have to break it down. I have to know it forward and backward. So and sometimes when we're doing prop making, I mean, you know, classically, I will do. I mean, you know, there's a couple of scripts I'm reading at the moment for for jobs coming up, and you do do breakdowns from it, and it, and you need a range of questions when it's much more of a spread and a feel of stuff. Oh, of course. But with one woman, we're just doing. We've got like two or three very specific projects uh, within the script within the with, for the for the film, so we okay. can. Uh, so it it's there's a it's it's much more. Um, uh, they're much more based for an action sequence, which will come later on once they develop it. No, I, I I understand. I work in the film industry, so I, yeah. that's why I'm trying to act crypt, ask yeah. cryptic questions because yeah. I know you can't say anything. But now that all the Harry Potter movies are done, mm. 
We can talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So give us, because I know people always ask you about like the wands, how you know everybody wants to mm. the wands. Uh, so since we're here, I guess just talk about the wands. Talk about wands, yeah. I mean, I mean just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no problem. I mean, the wands are. I mean, to, I get you know it's probably the thing I get asked about most because it's such a characterful part of the series. You know, yeah, and of it, course. It's, I mean, along with other stuff, but but an interesting thing about the wands really is not so much themselves is the fact that they are absolutely bespoke to each character. Yeah, which I thought was fascinating. Yeah, and I I started to cut you off, but I toured the studio. And like they have the whole display case of all the ones. Mm. I mean, each one's so be- they're so beautifully intricate. Mm. No, it's it's and they're a great and they, it's not like we just sit down and we're, right, okay, we've got to make <clears throat> got to make Dumbledore's wand. Right, I'll see you this afternoon. and We've made it. Yeah. It's, you know, there's an enormous amount of development and the the um, and there's a it has to be presented to so many people. It has to go through a really formal process of design. The production designer Stuart Craig, yeah. really, in a more general sense of everything, really has to tries and and has tries to make sure that everything that goes through through his department and we partner his department um, has gone through a, a, a proper consideration oh, and a proper formal design process. So, so you you know that because the ones are character based and. Mm-hmm. And really, what you want, what they want to do, is reflect the tastes and the and the choices of each of those characters. Yeah. Um, you know, th- there's a there's a development, there's a discovery, really, of what of what that should be, and and the debate back and forth for it. Oh, and one of the things I think you have to take into consideration is that Harry Potter has such a huge fan base, mm. so you, you can't just make a wand because mm. people are going to go, ah, oh, I like, ah, oh, no, yeah. The audience knows. I, I, I'm sure you find the same thing when you do stuff like Star Wars mm. and all the Wonder Woman that there's those fans out there that know this stuff forward and oh backwards. God, yeah. and it's, yeah. I mean, Star Wars, the ultimate, ultimate. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's, 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 it's because also, we're, but with, I mean, funny enough, with Star Wars, you, you, what they're trying to do at the moment is really trying to stitch into a, a sort of world there, but then also move it forward. Yeah. So there's, there's, there's quite a volatile. Um, scenario with it, you know, about whether the, and because at the end of the day, really, it's you know that each of the new ones have been very director driven, yeah. um, and the opinion about what what's important and what's not, okay. and so uh, yeah, that's been that's been kind of kind of interesting because it's like a Star Wars is like a, a really it's like a period film, really in, in, sense, in a yeah. way in its in in the way that you have to approach it and and, and uh, respect certain elements elements of it, but the, the tricksy thing is, it's just not a. There's not a formal rule book to it. It's yeah. really a, it's a point of opinion. Oh, that's true. So, so besides the ones, what else did you do for Harry Potter? Like that was really fun or sort of challenging. Oh yeah, I mean, God, we did, I mean, the, 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 it was ten years work, and there was yeah. there was, you know, the, the, well, the the crew size averages average between thirty five and forty guys yeah. on each film, and we we're there for twelve months on every film. So the, the amount of volume of work that gets produced is Crazy. is enormous. Yeah. And it goes from the really formal stuff, you know, the, the, the high-end front of camera stuff um, to uh, to more mid-ground dressing. So if you're doing interiors of shops and, and, yeah. and all that kind of thing, um, right through to... Um, to stunt work, to start to you know rubberized versions of stuff, to just general dressing pieces. That if you're in a, I mean, funny with fantastic piece, on the last one, you know, I was based in New York. I'd say two thirds of the of of the work required from us was just to 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 help render New York in the 1930s because yeah. it was all done, uh, you know, outside of London in a in a studio, you know, in uh, Leeds and Studios, all yeah. done on the back lot and things. So there's 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 very little you can actually purchase or hire you have to fabricate that and that's a that was a big we had a big big job 
Oh. Yeah. Sorry. No, no. Um, so I, this is going to be a strange question, and you don't have to answer mm. it. But so you've worked on all the movies, and you're familiar with the stories of the Harry Potter. Do you have a favorite? I think we all have a favorite. A favorite story? Yeah, a particular. Yeah, like, one of the particular books. Yeah. Yeah, it's always a difficult question. I mean, I love... I mean, Joe's such an incredible writer. You just, you, you know, you don't always get it in films. I mean, yeah. and 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 a, you know, a, const, a, a she's amazing at constructing the, the story. And obviously, Potter is this incredible um, journey. And obviously, for the books she, she produces yeah. so many layers, and and there's and that's and even then, there's so much in it she, she really didn't tell. She built this world much bigger and just yeah. opened opened up a bit to it. So. Which is great that we can have such things like Fantastical Beasts and everything. Because, you know, there's like this world. Well, the interesting thing about that is that there's a progress. She's obviously keeping the world going. But for her, that was a... I think when she finished, certainly when the film's finished, she she didn't just want to go off and just carry on. She she didn't... She needed a challenge. She needed a... And and really, she's challenged herself with the idea of, you know, with Eddie's story and... and, Or Eddie, sorry, but with that new story, I beg your pardon, and that whole world. And, and it's a challenge to put it in a different period. A f- actually, a really clever place, you know, to, yeah. so clever the way she, she, she actually chose that time. I didn't realise until we really got into it how how smart it is because it's something we're familiar with, but it's a, it's a kind of, it's a strange, very transitional time yeah. for, for, you know, for, for, for in human history. Well, my favourite one, um, I'm trying to remember which was my favourite book, but definitely my favourite movie was uh, The Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm. I just liked... Because the first two movies were so bright and colorful and beautiful, and then uh, they had a different director for the third one. Yes, and yeah. he sort of Alfonso, made it, yeah, yeah, and he made it so much more dark. Yeah, and he, it, he really boosted the the um, uh, uh, the franchise. Really, I think it really took took it. And I think if he hadn't have done Prisoner, I don't think it. I'm not sure it would have had the strength right at the end. You know, it 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 allowed the future directors to really yeah. open up, and it it's. Again, this is re- it was really so interesting because you know, you know the books were so aimed at every year, yeah. and it was really written for that age group, and so it matured. They mature. It's just you know clever in that that way as well. No, I yeah. think the the director was smart to like make each one. Yeah. Like as the, the stories got progress, as the kids got progressively older and the stories got progressively darker, the movies sort of followed suit. Yeah, exactly. And Alfonso definitely. Um, Brought in that complexity that was probably wasn't there before, which yeah. wasn't needed for him. I, mean, I don't want to. I think, you know, Ch- Chamber actually. I, I, I think it's a great structured film. It's 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 a uh, um, uh, it's it's got pace. It's got it's it's a, it's it's slightly underrated. And you know, I think uh, Chris Columbus had a phenomenal large challenge to to get the whole thing going. And I think he was the best choice definitely for it at the yeah. beginning. I agree. Um, and you know, Philosopher's Stone. But Philosopher's Stone was was to make as a movie. In a political sense, because no one, he, did, no one, no one wanted him to change anything. So he had to make the book, but you cannot make, you can't make, you know, just straight off the page, uh, um, yeah. a book like that into a film. You have to, you have to construct it. So he had a great challenge of really, really doing that. Plus, you were being introduced pretty much most of the film. You're just being introduced to people. Really. Yeah. It's, it's, so it's a, pre, it's almost like a prequel, philosopher's uh, stone. Yeah, and I think I think the audience was so familiar with who these characters are, and this is the very first time we're going to see it on the screen. Yeah. So the audience comes with this huge. By the by, the time we saw the second one, we were happy, so he was able yeah. to change it. A, yeah, but that yeah. first one is like, yeah, you, it's like you have to make the yeah. movie that people want. Yeah, exactly, and and I think and I think he did a, a great job 
in in that way really. No, I thought but, it was magical. I really thought yeah. it was good. Yeah, no, exactly, and they're, they're they're all good. I have to. I love I love Goblet of I, Goblet of Fire is probably one of my favorite books to be honest. It's, yes. it's 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 just again it's it's all it's a great standalone. And it's a great idea to have this tournament and the challenges that come from it, and obviously the the, the, the this great transitional part. I think. Um, uh, and that certainly on the prop making side, we had some great. You know, we had a, a really that was one of our bigger f- films of the series. And yeah, we had a great fun. But I feel like that was probably the start of like being the biggest films. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, you had the dragon fight. Mm. You had a lot going on in that movie. Oh, it's, it's tons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's funny. I watched it last year um, uh, again for the first time in God knows how long. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, you do. You just forget how much you've done. How much? How much is in it? Yeah. It just yeah. The tears are It's not just about the the. Um, the Tories, everything else, all the all the politics is going before, all the Voldemort storyline, and yeah. and yeah, it's just round. <laughs> so briefly, briefly tell us how you got started, and then if you have any advice, because um, I always try to to help like people that are starting mm-hmm. out. Because I yeah. a little bit about myself, which my audience already knows, is that I kind of walked off my job to follow my dream, but I was a little bit older. I was thirty. Yeah. Um, and so when, whenever I interview people, I always want them to sort of like like great, give great advice for those that listen no it's, it's listen i think that's always a, for yourself that's always a brave decision i mean i i i i have to say on, on the on what you're saying it is you know i i i got to the age of 18 and i was congratulations a, sorry congratulations thank you very much yeah, yeah exactly that's a thank huge feat in itself yeah, exactly yeah 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 and the first 18 the first 18 years are great and then it's just like it's all downhill it's all there. downhill yeah yeah i've done everything i had to retire then yeah i wish but, um uh the, no but these the, really wanting to um really wanting to stop just to have a break from formal education and yeah. and because i everything is so constructed at that at that point in your age where you you have to make choices you have to do this you have to you have to commit to um a careers and ideas of what yeah. you want to be and all that kind of thing and there's a lot of pressure for that and that's fine there's a lot of people that are absolutely into that and have a very strong view i was never one of those people and so that's I, good. I, and it and i i but i felt I felt very much like I had to throw my doors as open as possibly could and experience as much as I could, just to to understand where my passions were really. And I, yeah. I've always had them, but it was just like where to go, and 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 so I, I when you said it, you'd sort of change your career. I can understand that happening. I'm surprised it doesn't happen more because we do go down. I'm setting out to change that. Sorry, I'm setting out to change that. No, no, no. It's a, but you do the right thing because mm. it, you can't. You you must. Um, you must respect yourself to understand that that you you've got to be happy in what you're doing. I'm I've been very lucky. I've ended up doing something that I adore, and I work with. I'm surrounded by people that have the same the same attitude to that. And it, yeah. it's it's such a it's such an important part of life that you try and give you it doesn't necessarily have to be work, but you, that you give yourself something that that is that deeply satisfies you. And I think you you've got to you've got to find that really. Well, that then it also includes. It's not necessarily a career because sometimes you don't have the opportunity if you're raising no. kids or you're, if you're married. Yeah. Well, just no, life, life, life puts walls up everywhere. Yeah, it's the, and it, it's it's no easy feat. But I always think even if you have a hobby or, or something you're very passionate about, mm. um, I always think that you should find ways to do it because it's it's not just about work. I mean, we have no. It's, a, fact, it's, a, it's a it's part of your character of being a human being. To be yeah. honest, you have to you have to understand that you cannot. 
and it's it's a modern dilemma that you we all have to work hard and we and you provide yeah. and and, rah, 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 and you just become a a machine really you yeah. and and you're not a machine you're not you're everybody is as a creative aspect in them everybody has a has a um, has an element that needs to be satisfied in the sense of of uh, expression and, yeah of course yeah uh, and uh, contentment and and enjoyment you've got to be happy at some point in your life even if you're singing in the car on the way home and it makes you happy yeah it's it's do you know what I mean? it's just like there has to be that you have to give yourself something like that yeah no i think that's important mm. i bet you're uh, so you you said you have daughters i have a daughter yeah, yeah, India, what, yeah. how excited was she about you working on harry potter oh was she, she a fan? yeah 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 well okay. she, she was what she was um get the age right now so she was um she was five she's just about four just coming into yeah just turned five okay, when so i started on the, on the yeah young so so grew up with that whole that whole thing but yeah yeah, yeah I think so she, where, where most kids grew up with the book she actually got to grow up yeah, with the actual movies yeah yeah exactly oh that's and so fascinating very occasionally just come on set and have a look around and things like that so and and well that's a good segue into so i toured the studio mm. uh, um and I it's because I live in in Los Angeles and I've toured the uh, the sort of Harry Potter world, yes, which is yes. nice. It's like being in the world, but as a filmmaker and an artist, touring the actual stages, I mean, was by far the most magical thing. And I think it's interesting because I, I don't know what people expect when they go. Mm. Like they're like, oh, I'm going to live in this Harry Potter world, but it's really. And one thing I love about it is, as much as as we love these characters it's really all about how they were created mm. and the actual worlds and you can touch the sets and, and tour them and like that's the, that's the the coolest thing and then you see how like what you did with your prop making and then you get to see some of the costumes and like there's just a whole wall I remember display just for the hats yeah and then there was just a wall just for like wardrobe and it, it's like yeah it's the most beautiful thing it's 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 it's, it's a colossal com- uh, compliment yeah it, it, it really I mean it's because we we it's the and I I use the word the word in a very positive way. It's the industrial part of what we do. Yeah. It's it's how it's how a film like that is constructed, and I don't think people you know people yeah. don't realise that what the NG is. But I think there's a massive curiosity. You know, the, yeah. the, the, the understanding of it, and of course the subject and is is there has a great romance to it, and and mm-hmm. and the 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 tour um, the studio tour is is so clever in the way that it. It takes you down those journeys, so it's not. Well, and, it, and it ends with the the big model. Mm. I'm, I'm sure I can say that because. Yeah. But, yeah, I was I was going through it. I went by myself, and I I, I was just in awe. And I walked around mm. the corner, and I saw the huge model of Hogwarts that oh, they use. It's one of the best. Uh, it's so clever because you do you you tour around the you know, yeah. it's, and it's a journey through so much of, of you know of all ten films. Yeah. Um, but I th- I think that's it is the absolute perfect way of ending. ending oh yeah, without a doubt. Because that because. Not only is it is probably one of the best um, uh, uh, architectural models ever built for a film, yeah. Um, and Jose and his team has just, just did an incredible, uh, incredible job of it. But it's also a piece of film history because because the interesting thing about Potter was a, was a ten year for me was a ten year um, a period, and <clears throat> that that model was made for the first film. And then it was renovated and renovated. Stuart, as as the actual design of Hogwarts was changed, yeah. it subtly changed every time. So it was it was re-edited. But by the time they got to, um, I think it was uh, Half Blood Prince, they really weren't using the model at all. They didn't need it. It was all going into the digital world. Yeah. And it really was pretty much the 
the last time. It's not the last time. They still use models very occasionally now, but it was pretty much the last time a, a model like that was used. You used in if yeah. from the from the very beginning, and so it's it's a massive piece of history, and it shows how it, how things have changed and developed. Yeah. But then also, but how 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 good stuff was before as well. It's yeah. not like everything was rubbish before and everything. There is the skill base was always there. Which is well, and it's cool because it, pe- you know people realize it's not just a CGI. No, Hogwarts no. like it was an actual model that they put mm-hmm. against a green screen. No, exactly, and you can't tell the difference between between them both as well. Right? No, not at all. And then see, and I always thought that CGI should be used to enhance, not cre- you know. Yeah, the best. I mean, to, you know, to, most uh, visual effects supervisors will. will, will We'll say that that it is the most convincing visual effect is when you don't realize it's a visual effect, exactly, and yeah. and so it's and you do that's it because it's so powerful. It can be so powerful. Mm-hmm. It can make people lazy in in, in their thinking, and then they rely on it too much. And never yeah. you, t- you know to the human eye, to, you, with the, you can you know when you're you're getting hoodwinked. Yeah, I, exactly. I, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to treat it as a negative. It's incredibly you know it makes there's some amazing films of from course, it, yeah. but it you know in a film such as Potter, it is about. It is about that blend, about the yeah. fact that you you really don't see the holes. Well, we're sadly running out of time. All good things have to come to an end. Yeah, it's already like about twenty four minutes. Um, and I just want if there's anything else you want to say, or um, I mean, it's I, a clear, clear a true pleasure meeting you. You're a lot of fun I, and yourself. But it's it's it's, an, it's always a pleasure talking about certainly my experiences and and certainly the the, the uh, you know the work of of many talented people. Really, oh, of course, and, yeah, and, rep- and being able to. Um, Bring that to the fore. Um, no, it's been a, it's been a, an incredible experience so far. There'll be more to come. Well, I hope so. I hope we uh, I w- hope we get to come to London again. I hope we get to have more tea slash more mimosas. Tea. Yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be done. I hope yeah. it won't be snowing like it has been. What? Well, just a little bit of snow, but hopefully I can fly out tomorrow. Yeah. But um, so you're amazing. I'm gonna shake your hand because I actually much. can. You're like technically yeah. my first in studio guest. Um, it's been an honor, and the, the London hospitality here has been amazing. No, no, I'm glad you've had a good time. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for asking. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, uh, for listening to Mimosas with Michael. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. Oh, my gosh, we're everywhere. Stitcher Radio, Google Play, TuneIn. We're all over the dang place. Um, you can always find us at mimosaswithmichael.com. Thank you very much. Hey.